very much. But can I have a PowerPoint now, please? Mick. So, going for goals, trying to achieve things can be very hard work. So we're going to have a picture up of Kelly Holmes, Dame Kelly Holmes. Um, now, some of you young ones might not recognise her, but she is a Dame, and that means she's been, she was given a special title by the Queen a number of years ago. She was the winner of two gold medals in the 2004 Olympics, a long time ago, and she won gold in the 800 metres and in the 1500 metres. She was Sports Personality of the Year in 2004 and was made a Dame in 2005. Okay. So you'd think, oh, she, you know, she, she did a lot. She must have worked quite hard. But actually, well, she worked really hard, but it wasn't all straightforward. So actually, she's quite short to be an athlete. She was only five foot three inches. She... Um, was one of the only um, few black children going up on her estate at a council estate in London. Not a lot, lot of opportunities, especially back um, back then in the in the eighties. In her teens, well, so basically she started running, and she you can see she was into races there. That picture there is from an old newspaper. She was winner of a senior girl girls race, but actually she she decided to to give it up. She didn't she. In those days, actually, didn't make any money. But we all had to be an amateur. So she decided in her teens, she gave it up, and she went into the army. So she had a different goal. She went into the army, which was really quite a good career, and started driving trucks. And then she used her skills, her athletic skills, and became a physical trainer. So in a way, she was using her athletic talents in the army. And she did well, and she, she worked her way up, and she became a sergeant. But she saw a rival, so one of her uh, friends from her school days, and she probably, if she, if she saw her running in the 1992 Olympics, she probably saw that on television. So she saw on television when she was an adult, wow, that girl was in my year at school, and she was, she was running in that race. I, and I gave up. So you know what? She, that inspired her to go back to running. She started training and she ran in competitions and she was picked for the Olympics. Wow, imagine being picked for the Olympics in, 90, in 96. But, oh, no! She got, had an injury. So she hurt herself badly and she couldn't then um, do... She didn't do... Oh, I've got to... But she had an injury... Um, but she did run, but she didn't do very well. She came fourth. She was the favourite to win the following year. She obviously, her leg got better. And the World Championships is a bit like the Olympics, but even bigger for athletics. So if you win that, you'd be the best in the world. And she was the favourite to win. But no, she's actually on the track, almost there, 200 metres to go. And no, she, her leg gave way. And she hobbled to the end. So she was the favourite to win, but she didn't win. Do you think she gave up? Let's see. Everyone thought her running days were over. But she kept going. 
So the 2000 Sydney, Sydney Olympics, she still she was ill again with a virus. She had a lot of illness, but she won the bronze in the 800 meters. But she wanted to win gold. She only won the bronze, but she knew she'd been poorly. She worried about carrying on. She wasn't sure. She was sad. She didn't know what she should do, but she wanted to keep going. And actually, she was 34, which is really quite old to be an athlete, um, when she arrived at the 2004 Olympics. And she wasn't, like the time before, she wasn't the best in the world. She wasn't even the best in the country. She was, um, Hayley Tullett was the best in the country in Britain, and Kelly Holmes was 11th in the world. So number one, she was way down here with 11th, but she didn't give up. Even though her leg was hurting and her old injury was coming back. Oh, so what happened at the Athens Olympics? She wasn't going to do very well, was she? Because she, she's 11th in the world. But despite everything, she had faith in herself all of those years of training and self-doubt and training and being ill and getting better. She went on to win the gold, not just in one race, but in two races, in the 800 metres and gold in the 1500 metres. Even though she had doubts, problems, injuries, she kept on going. And in the end, her dream came true. So, what did Kelly Holmes do to achieve her dreams? What did she do, Bethany? She kept on practicing, yeah? Practicing what? Knitting? She keep, what, Molly? Kept on practicing running. What do you have to do to be a good runner, Thomas? Do a lot of swimming. What do you think you have to do to be a good runner? Train. What does that mean? What's training? Preparing. Getting ready. What did you say, Patrick? Did you say something behind me? Yeah, because swimming, you get stronger using currents and stuff like that. So you need strength for swimming if you're going to run quite a long way. Exactly, yes. It is good. Swimming is a really good all-round exercise. You're absolutely right. And that helps you strengthen your muscles and helps your body to be strength strong overall, doesn't it? And it doesn't put so much strain on your knee joints. And she didn't need strain on her knee joints, did she? Because she was um, had lots of injury. Sometimes life is hard. Sometimes we have challenges, even if we're Christians, and even if we've got God with us, we get knocked down, but we have to get back up again. What is that word? We have to train, we have to prepare, but there's another word that begins with P. We have to persevere. That's right. We had old school. You have to persevere. What does persevere mean? It's a funny word, isn't it? What does it mean? Persevere is keep on going. Keep on going. And I know in schools they teach you a lot about that these days, don't they? About being resilient, about when you get knocked down, you get back up again. But we have extra help. If we're Christians, we have extra help because we have God in our lives and we're going to find out from Jesus what help we can get from him. Okay, back to the music, guys. This is a really active one. This will help us with our rest. 
guys. Boys, I need you out with me as well this time because we're going to jump up and down and we're going to shout out loud. Okay, so this is the story of Jesus being in the wilderness. We're going to watch a little cartoon video in a minute. God knew that Jesus was going to have a very challenging time trying to tell everyone how they needed to love one another and turn back to God and follow his example. Before Jesus started that work that God had given him to do, he spent 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. God wanted Jesus to spend time alone praying and fasting. What does fasting mean? Not eating. Thomas, what are you going to say? Yeah, not eating a, a lot, but, you know, not eating. Preparing himself for the hard work that he had to do. So he told, to, God told Jesus to go away from everyone and go to the desert. And the desert is what it's like, what is it like in the day in the desert? Horrible, dry and hot. What is it like at night when the sun's gone down? Very cold, that's right. So let's watch this video. Thank you, Michael. Of the world. Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And you in Nazareth, when he grew in wisdom and favor with God and man. Oh, I did. Jesus was baptized by John, and God showed John that Jesus was his chosen one. And Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness among wild animals. Forty days and forty nights, Jesus didn't eat anything. So he was hungry. Satan came to him and said, Hey, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus knew God's word, and so he answered, No. The word of God says, people don't live by one rule, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so Jesus passed the first test. And Satan took him to Jerusalem. But the word of God says, he will order his angels to protect you. And he will hold you up with his hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Wait. And the also says, you must not test the Lord in your God. The second test, Satan took him to the peak of a high mountain and showed all the kingdoms of the world and all their glory. Satan said, I will give it all to you if you kneel down and worship me. But Jesus said, get out of here, Satan. For the word of God says, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. That is very good. Satan went away and angels came and took 
Yeah, he said no, and he used words from where, Thomas? Exactly, very good. So he used every time, actually, that, that the devil tried to tempt him to do something there. He used, Jesus used words from the Bible. So that means we can do that, because we've got the Bible. We can use those words. And he said, no, God doesn't want me to eat. I don't need to eat. God said, um, I, man doesn't have to live by bread alone, but by the word of God. What was the second thing? What was the second thing? Daniel. He took him up to a high. Yeah, he had his hand up. Try someone else. Patrick, you had your hand up. Didn't yeah. You? What did he say? to God to, and to read the Bible. Jesus continued with this goal even when temptations were placed in his way that could have distracted him. He, what's the word beginning with P? He, per, let's say it wrong, he persevered. Brilliant. Sometimes we can feel that following Jesus is quite easy, isn't it? We do what our parents say. 
we do as we're told at school and life is quite quite easy but actually at other times it can be hard to be a christian we can be at work we can be at school and we can be tempted to follow a bad example and do the wrong thing so it's not always easy to stand up <coughs> and be a christian and say no i'm not going to do that teacher told us not to do that and when all of your friends are saying, oh, come on, come on. But you have to stand strong. And adults have just the similar temptations. It's not always easy to follow that narrow path. But if we persevere and keep on trying, God will bless us. And our lives will be good if we follow the narrow path. And if we're bold... And if we're strong, and if we make sure God is always with us.